You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Hey, everyone. Tim McMaster here along with our MLB.com Yankees reporter, Brian Hoke. And, Brian, wow, what a tough game as far as Monday night goes, just for for everyone, I guess, for the fans who mostly didn't stick around because of a a three-and-a-half-hour rain delay, Uh, to the umpires who – took a tongue lashing to to a degree from Joe Girardi after the game. And at the end of the day to the Yankees, who ended up losing a game that it seemed like they were on track to win. Uh, when you have a lead in the ninth inning and a roll this Chapman's on the hill, you usually feel pretty good about that. But when it starts to rain, well, shouldn't even say starts to rain. When the rain becomes too much and he has to leave the game, goes the other way. The Yankees end up giving up four runs in the ninth after a three-and-a-half-hour rain delay. They lose the game. Um... I mean, should the rain delay have happened then? Should it have happened earlier in the game? Should they have tried to get it in? I don't know what the right answer is, Brian. What do you think? I'm not sure what the right answer is either, but what I do know is that it's a brutal loss for the Yankees. It's probably their worst of the year, I think, all things considered. You've got to be feeling pretty good. You've got the AL's best team. You've got a one-run lead in the ninth. And then it was, it was obvious to me that Chapman couldn't throw strikes. Uh, he was just all over the place. And, and maybe that's kind of a mental thing that the, the rain starts getting in your head. Uh, maybe he was slipping on the mound. Uh, obviously, Joe Girard said uh, there was an issue. That's why he came out. Maybe he thought they could even steal a win. Maybe you could win a game with only getting 24 outs. But they make you get to 27, and uh, no matter how long it takes, and uh, the Yankees have to wait a long time to, to have that crushing loss, and obviously Kirby Yates uh, just didn't get the job done in any fashion or form. Uh, you, you can't hit three guys in the big leagues at, at, at that level, but uh, really it, it probably should have never got to that point. Obviously the umpires wanted to get that game in to completion. Um, I don't see what the harm would have been in having it be a suspended game, but that's obviously not the way to go. So uh, the Yankees take a tough loss, and um, yeah, I, I – for me, I, I feel most badly for the fans who didn't get to see a complete game because who's going to really stick around for three and a half hours on a Monday night? Um, and the stadium employees, a lot of a lot of whom uh, took the Metro North and get home. You know, a lot of guys are walking in the door at seven thirty, eight o'clock this morning. So that's that's just um, it's tough all around for everybody. But obviously, the Yankees, uh, it's tough for them too. And Girardi goes out, like you said, he goes out to the mound and he has the discussion with the umpires. And I'm pretty sure he wasn't thinking, I'm going to get a rain delay out of this. I think he wanted something done to help Chapman with his footing on the mound. Uh, but it kind of backfires on him. Yeah, for sure. And, and like I said, you know, anytime you're in that situation and you go into that delay, I think you start thinking, hey, maybe they're going to call this. And had they done it, uh, the Yankees would have came away with a victory. But uh, it, it wasn't meant to be. And uh, it's not the way it worked out. So that, that is a really tough loss for the Yankees. And uh, obviously... A tough way to start off a four-game series against Texas Rangers. Yeah, very good Texas Rangers team that really, you could say right now, considering how the Cubs have played in the last couple weeks, maybe right now the Rangers are the best team in baseball, which when I look at the roster and the pitching staff, I don't maybe get right now, but that's the way they're playing. Uh, How big is this series for the Yankees? Obviously you drop game one, but, but this is a tough Rangers team. The Yankees can can bounce back, win this series. That's got to be big for, for momentum. Well, to me, it's a big test. I mean, it's a good opportunity for the Yankees to show what they really are. Uh, it's a team that we thought was going to fatten up against the Rockies. They lost three out of four to them, and we're kind of lucky to get away with the one win that they did get. They did beat up on the Twins, taking five of seven. Uh, that's what they were supposed to do against them. So, But until this team starts making some forward progress and gets 
really over the 500 mark. I, I know they've kind of bubbled up a few times. They had a chance to get two games over, which they hadn't been since April um, and weren't able to do it in that final game against the Twins. And now you're down another game here. Um, I'm, I'm not suggesting that the Yankees are going to win the next three from Texas, but if they do, it would be a hell. It would be a, a pretty great statement for them. The silver lining maybe from the game on Monday night, Mark Teixeira homers for the second straight game since coming back into the lineup. That's numbers 398 and 399. People maybe forget at this point that it was a race between him and Carlos Beltran at one point to get to 400. It didn't turn out to be much of a race with, with Teixeira Hurt and Beltran having the great season that he is. But uh, that first home run snapped a long stretch for Teixeira without a home run, obviously with the DL, but beyond that, uh, how is he feeling right now since getting back, since being healthy? Obviously, the power is there. Yeah, that race turned out to be more like me racing Toby Ellsbury from the outfield. <laughs> and that's not <laughs> what we, uh, we kind of anticipated there. But uh, Cher is encouraged. Uh, I think for him it was good to just show that he still can do it. Obviously, it was a career-long drought for him, and there, there's been a variety of health issues and reasons for that. And it's obviously not the year that – he has been hoping for, anticipating, especially being an all-star last year. Uh, the Yankees were counting on this guy to be in the middle of their lineup, be that switch-hitting presence. He, he is a difference maker when he's right. He clearly has not been right all year. and um, I, I just don't think that a player falls off that quickly. Um, I know that he's had a injury issues, and he is in the latter stage of his career, but I don't think Mark Kishore is done by any means, and I, I'm – to be honest with you, I'm shocked that when you look up at the numbers and see what he's done this year because that is one area where I didn't think the Yankees were going to have a problem this year. So Teixeira being back means Rob Snyder goes back to a role of, you know, un- unsure whether he'll be in the lineup each day and-, and not getting as much consistent playing time. He's had the last three games off. But, boy, he was really clicking in those last nine games heading into that. 379 clip. He had a couple of doubles, some RBIs. Um, what was clicking for Ref Snyder? What did he figure out at the at the plate? Because obviously he's also been able to play all around the diamond. Yeah, I mean, what really hurts Ref Snyder is he's kind of a bat without a position. And obviously the Yankees have tried a variety of ways to kind of jam him in, but uh, he, he's not great at any one position, and you're, you're clearly not going to play him over Mark Teixeira at first base. You're not going to play him over Starlin Castro at second. Uh, I know that Chase Headley struggled greatly in the beginning part of the year, but he's better now. You're not going to play Russ Snyder over him. So uh, you're really looking for an opportunity to put him in against left-handed pitching, and, uh, and that just hasn't come around that often. Um, he's back in kind of that utility variety role where he's just going to have to wait for his uh, opportunity to get in there. But I think that the bat has never really been much of a question for, for him and, and for me. Every, every time I've seen this guy, in spring training included, he hits. So uh, I think the Yankees know that they've got a, a live bat there. He's not the kind of guy who's going to hit 20, 30 home runs a season, but the more he sees major league pitching, the more consistent he's going to get, and I think that's a big reason for the numbers that he just recited there. As this Yankee team continues to look for sparks, I know the lineup hasn't been terrible. I mean, they, they've scored runs, they've hit home runs, but when you look for a spark, you got to look around, you look down at the minor leagues, and you see Aaron Judge right now recently went through a stretch where he homered six times in seven games. Uh, that ended over the weekend, but how long can you keep Aaron Judge down in the minors before giving him a shot to see what he can do up at the major league level? Yeah, Aaron Judge is on fire right now, and as you just said that, you reminded me of something that Billy Epler once told me, and uh, Billy, obviously now the GM of the Angels, but he was uh, Brian Cashman's lieutenant for, for many years, and he said 
they never really plan that out as far as when to move guys up the ladder. It's never you say, all right, he's going to stay in the minors for four months, and then we call him up in July. The players let you know when they're ready, and Aaron Judge is really announcing that he's ready right now. I, I think that uh, the home runs he's hitting have come on both fastballs and breaking balls. That's big. Um, obviously, the breaking ball was something he struggled with at the end of last year, early this year. Um, like, I, I think that it, it, there is a very real possibility you will see Aaron Judge in the Bronx before the end of this year, and I, I think that it's part of the reason why the Yankees are taking a more aggressive approach with phasing out Alex Rodriguez right now, too. I, and I'm not saying that A-Rod's not going to play at all, but uh, they're, they're clearly reducing his role. He didn't start two games against right-handed pitching. He's got to start tonight against Cole Hamels. But uh, clearly the Yankees have uh, decided to maybe get, ease off on the gas a little bit there, and uh, they're, they're looking for other alternatives and ways to, to get things going. Yeah, and talking of Aaron Judge reminds me of the Futures game last year where I saw him on the field and how massive a player he is. He's just a huge guy. He just looks like a professional athlete. Uh, and the All-Star game is right around the corner uh, now. And when you look at this Yankees roster, there's some guys that, that obviously have the numbers that should be there. Uh, Andrew Miller has been so good and all year. Patances has been in a couple All-Star games now. We'll see if he can get back now that he's a seventh-inning guy. I don't know what that means. And Carlos Beltran... I feel like has put up numbers to get himself back into an all-star game. But when all is said and done, because none of these guys are going to be voted in by the fans, how many Yankees do you think make it to San Diego, and who are they? Well, I think you're going to see some of those bullpen guys, and I, I think that Miller and Batances you can definitely make a case for. Chapman, not so much. Uh, I, I think that Beltran, it would be a great story if he could go. I, I think that he has been the most consistent hitter on that team. And, I, you know, you've heard Girardi say – I. I they don't know where they'd be without Carlos Beltran. But I'll, I'll give you one more name, and um, I, I'd really like to see this one. I'd like to see CeCe Spathia get to back to the All-Star game. He is, he, for seven starts there, he was as good as anybody, the best pitcher in baseball over that span. Um, had a great year, great story coming back from uh, going to alcohol rehab. Uh, nobody thought this guy was ever going to see an All-Star game again. People didn't even know if he was going to be in the rotation this, uh, this spring. Uh, he has been... Really a, a terrific surprise for the Yankees, and uh, just like Beltran, I'm not sure where they'd be without him. Yeah, and those are two guys, Beltran and Sabathia, that you know that if they were in San Diego, these are two guys that really would appreciate it and, and know that this point in their careers to get to another All-Star game would really be special. All right, that's going to do it. That's another edition of MLB.com Extras. This has been our Yankees edition. For Brian Hoke, I'm Tim McMaster. Tune in again next week. MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go every night on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details.